Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one McFly swatting minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And joining us uh, for yet another day of our, our two-week extravaganza of Minute Family All-Stars, Tom Taylor from Indiana Jones Minute. Welcome. Oh, thank you very much. It's good and to be here. Good to have you. And today we are going back to minute number 93, which begins with Biff taking a sharp turn to try and shake Marty off of his car and ends with Marty barely dodging oncoming traffic. Is this the most uh, violent minute of the trilogy that we've had <laughs> yet? So far, I, th- I mean, I think there's a lot more violence in part three because the Old West, but... Sure. Um, there's like, there's lots of gun violence in part three. Yeah, but I I just noticed that normally the action in this series is very chase centric. And Mm -hmm. this is kind of the first time I, I, I saw something that was like combat centric. Yeah. People hitting each other over and over and over again. Well, there's no witnesses. So Biff can get, get away with whatever he wants. (laughs) You know, and and this isn't me pandering, but this whole sequence, especially, um, you know, you know, more so tonight, uh, today, but like, you know, when he was like hanging off of the handle and everything. This reminds me a lot of that sequence in Raiders where Indy is mm-hmm. trying to like catch up with that convoy of Nazis. Yeah. When I was watching this minute, I was like, you know, I shouldn't be a jerk and go on their show and just talk about Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark and everything. But there's like, yeah, like Biff is kicking the door of his car, trying to get Marty off. And it's, it's exactly straight out of the truck, uh, the truck chase in uh, Raiders. We were just, uh, we recorded those minutes like a week ago and, uh, yeah, he's doing the same brutal move of, oh, there's a human being on the side of my car and I'm just going to kick the side of my car as hard as I can and probably kill this guy, but I want to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's a very Raiders move. And Biff, he just got his car fixed and he, he willingly runs it into the side of the tunnel. Yeah. I mean, probably scratching it all to hell. That was my um, main note is that, yeah, he like all of a sudden – After, you know, a couple of movies, well, one movie from his point of view, I guess, but a couple of movies from our point of view uh, of caring more about his car than anything else, he suddenly just does not mind that he just ruined the entire side of it. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, too. uh, Watching this one minute at a time, that has got to be the longest turn in the history of film. (laughs) Because it just... It was literally, I mean, it feel, felt like it went on for 20 seconds. It was just, I mean, <laughs> I think it's like five, but oh man, yeah. it just, wow. Is it just you, road? Yeah, right? <laughs> um, I, I just, I, I felt like, like, are you go, are you going, are you like driving down into like a, like a, like a, like a I don't know, a funnel <laughs> or something? Like right. what, what, what is this? <laughs> it's, He's on a big uh, highway on-ramp that just loops around like a big clover leaf. <laughs> yeah. just couldn't see that part. Oh, man. Never-ending. T- and then, of course, uh, our first uh, look at the tunnel from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, You're kidding. I was going to ask that. That's actually the one from Roger Rabbit? Yeah, it's the same one. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, repurposed. I, I feel like a bad nerd that I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. That's incredible. Um, yeah. And it's, <laughs> I had a note about that sign, Tunnel Ahead, just that it seemed like very, uh, you see this all the time in movies, but for some reason in this, in this instance, it seemed kind of like, like telegraphing a little bit, like almost cartoon-like. So <laughs> it's kind of yeah. Like, yeah. It, 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 
feels like, like something right out of like Wiley Coyote or something. Yeah, like dynamite ahead or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Narrow one lane tunnel ahead, not Marty width. Right. Uh, one thing that I uh, I hadn't uh, I just watched this whole trilogy like uh, a month ago for the first time in a long time. I showed it to my son. He's nine and and he's 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 kind of ripe for this this stuff. Oh yeah, it's the perfect age. Yeah, it's it's really fun. He he loved it. He loved them all. We watched them in you know three days straight. It was very cool. But uh, I had forgotten. I like I watched this minute in isolation first, and I was like, "There's all that red on his mouth," and I was like. Oh no! Is that is that from when he was like making out with with Marty's mom? I'm like that's disturbing and gross. I'm like, oh no, okay, it's blood. Because then I went back and I watched like a couple other minutes. That's when Marty got punched in the face. <laughs> no, it's just blood from those two times that he's been concussed. <laughs> right. <laughs> it just dried a little pink. So 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 let's go beat for beat because I'm a big you know you don't get a lot of you know Zemeckis isn't known for his action scenes, but this is a pretty well edited well shot very tense like i'm i'm into this a lot yeah it's oh, very yeah. clear like you see you know exactly what's happening the whole time it's uh mm-hmm. it's very well plotted out it's very kinetic like you can you can really feel the velocity of the car yeah mm-hmm. um you kind of I mean, uses it uses every part of the buffalo you know because there's there's that moment you know where you've got the almanac on the windshield and you have Biff going going for it, and you're just like, dude, why don't you just stop and pull over? And then you realize, <laughs> like, oh, it's so that there's an explanation as to why he's like staring at his rearview mirror because it's just right in front of his face while yeah. he's reaching for the almanac, and that's how he sees Marty yeah. and uh, decides he's gonna swat a swat a McFly. And there's that <laughs> and there's, <laughs> nice, and there's that great moment where you kind of see what Biff see, and you see the moment where Biff sees the edge of the tunnel. And you see, hid like the 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 discovery and the inspiration on Tom F. Wilson's face. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's just really good. It's it's yeah, it's fantastic. I think I think this is, I think this might be the the best like action minute uh, of the of the of the of the two movies that we've seen so far. I think this is the best action minute. Mm-hmm. That's probably true. Yeah. They got a it's lot of mileage out of that uh, out of the hoverboard. Yeah, yeah. like because like, you, you oh said, yeah, and the the physics of it are so satisfying. Yeah, and it's weird too. Like I, I don't I don't mean to jump ahead, but uh, it's weird when he, uh, I don't, yeah, like okay, so he the, he's on the side of the car. They're in the narrow tunnel. Uh, the truck's coming, and he has to get out of the way. And so he lifts his le- he lifts his whole body, and somehow, even though like the bottom of the hoverboard is facing you know down from his feet. And you know, thereby when he lifts up his body, he's sticking up against the wall. That still kind of lifts him somehow. I don't. I, I, the physics of the of the hoverboard are a little crazy, but I've never ridden a hoverboard, so they're probably exactly like that. <laughs> but it works. Like I don't get. I don't quite get how the hoverboard lifts his legs up. Like I get it. Like that he's like when he's standing vertically, but when he's when he's horizontal, I don't get how that uh, that lifts him up. Like to avoid the truck. Well, we we've talked about a, a couple of ways that the hoverboard um, works, and I, I think it would just be sort of the momentum of him, you know, moving to get out of the way, and like that momentum plus the resistance of the of the ground, which then turns into the side of the truck. Like I I think okay. that that's. 
what it's kind of like you know when you push two magnets together and you get that resistance oh yeah yeah so i'm thinking i'm thinking that's what it is and and i don't i don't think it's um because yeah because one of the things that we talked about was when when um you know the hoverboards don't walk on work on water that whole thing and yeah. for my entire life <laughs> i <laughs> i've thought oh well that's because that it's just a thing like it just doesn't it works on solid ground but it doesn't work on water and then it occurred to us going through it minute by minute that the reason it doesn't work on water is because he can't move with the other with his other leg there's nothing to grip onto oh right yeah so oh, he just God. can't go anywhere um, it works fine on water. He just doesn't have anything to push off of. I was going to say, as we're talking about this, I wonder if the hoverboard is, this is getting a little nerdy, but okay. I wonder if the hoverboard is actually riding the, the wind, the wake of the car that he's speeding past. Like mm -hmm. there's like probably like a wake of air going and I wonder if he's riding that and you know, he wouldn't have to pr pr propel himself on something that's not solid in that case because he's holding onto the car. Right. Maybe something like that's going on. Maybe, you know, the Very great thing possible. about uh, the great thing about this podcast is uh, nothing spoken can ever be nerdier <laughs> than the con than the concept of this podcast. Exactly. It's pretty refreshing. It's a safe uh, place. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I would I would really love to uh, play this scene. Like I, I'm just picturing like the uncharted version of this where it's like press triangle <laughs> or like hold hold r2 you know right right that'd be incredible <laughs> be really fun <laughs> there was a there was a game wasn't there there was but it was much more of a uh like uh telltale i mean literally telltale uh kind of like a sam and max oh uh, sure adventure type deal oh okay well there was there was a uh there was a game in the 80s on the original nintendo that was basically a paper boy knockoff um Oh, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, where instead of on a instead of being on a bike, you were on a skateboard and you were like avoiding obstacles and stuff. And yeah, I remember watching an angry angry video game nerd about it. Yeah, it's really <laughs> terrible. I mean, it's it sounds very satisfying for fans of the film. Oh, it's I mean, it's about <laughs> as satisfying as the yeah Sega Master System Ghostbusters game. <laughs> oh my god. Which is literally remember? twenty minutes long if you play it correctly. Wow. You guys remember that super hard. Empire Strikes Back game for the Game Boy? Yes. No, not for the game. I don't remember the Game Boy one, no. Oh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it was a port of like yeah. NES, but uh, I, I had it on the Game Boy. Not even the Game Boy Color, but just the Game Boy. Uh -huh. And I could never get past the hot, that first Hoth level. <laughs> the uh, Super Nintendo had an excellent Empire Strikes Back game. I wonder if it was mm -hmm. the same one or not. They also, uh, Super Nintendo also had um, Back to the Future games for the sequels. However, they were only in Japan. They never released them in America. Oh. Yeah. That's not fair. But they, they look just like the, the Super Star Wars games. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're like a cool side scroller. Nice. You know, I wouldn't mind. We've kind of been, uh, been uh, inevitably every conversation kind of turns into like, well, what, what would we want to see happen to this franchise next? And, you know, uh, it, I, I, Bob Gale seems to be very uh, protective and hesitant to do anything in, in the realm of like a reboot or a sequel. But I wouldn't mind like a Ghostbusters style like video game, like adventure action game. Yeah, that'd be very cool. Like that, uh, like that, that sort of unofficial uh, Ghostbusters three game. 
Yes, yeah, because yeah. you know, because the one where they managed to get all four of the voice actors back, and oh, you wow. know, because because like, we know that uh, we know that both Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd are more than capable voice actors in their own right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be incredible. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really fun. I mean, they, I mean, they both came back for the Telltale game. That's oh, right. That's nice. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Marty was a different character or a different a different voice actor but that was just because michael j fox isn't a teenager anymore um, all right but uh he still came back to play other roles like other versions of Mar- like marty through time you know <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> other, other doppelgangers other yeah. investors or whatever. Um, that's incredible that was, that was fun but um yeah, it's it's funny. We've we've compared this uh this sequence to the to the Raiders scene. I've earlier uh in the week we compared it to the trench run in uh Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Little- it kind of also reminds me of uh it's very Fury Road with like the 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 oh, war boys yeah. trying to get onto the Furiosa's rig. That's oh, sure. true. Um it's a, it's much more low key than that, but sure. <laughs> well, most things are more. I mean, I'd love to see I'd love to see 3D in the back with like a with like a guitar that shoots fire, <laughs> but <laughs> <With us>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, then the the that guy's cousin is on the phone to whoever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Where's your cousin, Bonnie Miller. <laughs> Remember that new bizarre post-apocalyptic punk sound you were looking for? Well, listen to this. Just sounds like a bunch of cars. Exactly. That's all it is. We're going to be rich. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So, Marty's legs are probably going to be pretty bruised in the morning. Yeah. he's He's probably not coming out of this totally unscathed, I would think. He's, I mean, even like dodging that, getting scraped off by the tunnel wall. He, he must have, he must have gotten something. Hey, he yeah, lost his it, hat, didn't he? He doesn't have his hat anymore. Yeah, he did lose the hat. Oh my god! I didn't even notice. I didn't even realize when that happened. Yeah. Oh, oh you know what? I think it was. Um, I think it's when he gets slammed in the door by himself when Biff's about to go at it with him. Okay. Uh, back at the school. Because mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just I had to go. I want to get some context. So I went back and watched a little more. Well, hopefully, yeah, but, uh, Back to the Future Part Four. It ends with Marty's granddaughter presenting older Marty with the hat after all these years. <laughs> yeah, on top of beautiful. the hill, played by Michael J. Fox. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's almost kind of uh, the moment where uh, Biff thinks that he's lost Marty, and then his little head just pops. It's almost like a Jason moment. <laughs> <laughs> you can't kill him. Yeah, like he just won't die. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. There's also uh, Biff saying that'll teach him after he murdered someone. Is uh, <laughs> right. Is it? I was like, will will it teach him? Because he's dead. He didn't learn anything. He's just right. dead, Biff. Yeah. <laughs> why Why bother teaching him a lesson if he's dead already? Yeah. Was, yeah. I think Biff might be a bit of a sociopath. <laughs> I'm not a sure. Or, or he just. I mean, I think maybe a little bit of a sociopath, but mostly he's just dumb, which is the, <laughs> yeah. which is like the 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 worst combination is uh, yeah, you know, being yeah. dumb and uh, not understanding how, <laughs> how human beings work. Yeah, I mean, just right. look at the presidential election. See, yeah, but I'm Uh, yeah, Biff is in Biff is fully in like Act Three Corella Deville mode. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. 
like just I, I'm picturing like the animated version of this scene and just you know how like Disney would always kind of unhinge their villains at the very end, like their eyes would get kind of crazy and like yeah. <laughs> this is this is actually not dissimilar to the the car chase in 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm act- I, I'm like I'm really getting some. Also, like Oliver and Company. Yeah. <laughs> really is a really good Disney car chase. Yeah. Is it because know. there's a tunnel? It seems like all those chases have. I mean, I can't remember those specific ones, but it seems like there are a lot of tunnels and cartoon chases. There was a lot of there was a lot of sharp turns in the 101 Dalmatians one. Okay. I remember was in that that stupid gigantically long awkward car so like yeah. the turns looked really dumb and cartoony um, <laughs> i remember just sort of like sliding of, back and forth i don't know i remember a lot of bridges coming into play in oliver and company but i don't know if i remember any tunnels but i'm sure there were i mean probably. there was in new york yeah probably yeah um i will say this tunnel ever since seeing this movie uh you know way back when i first saw it um Tunnels for me while driving, uh, short ones, short straight ones like this are always synonymous with this movie forever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because, you know, most most tunnels don't have a series of curtains that you're moving through. So the tunnel <laughs> in, uh, in Roger Rabbit doesn't really cut, pop up in my mind very often. Yeah. But no, Those are a safety hazard. They try to get right. rid of those. Oh, yeah. see me for me the the movie that I always think of when I think of tunnels or when I see a tunnel or drive in a tunnel is uh, Men in Black. Oh, sure. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a good pull too. It's funny because I think the, when I watched this uh, like a month ago, I hadn't seen two in a long, long time, and so and as I was watching this, I was like, something kind of did they build this tunnel? It seems kind of fakey. It's kind of like clean and bright in a weird kind of fake way, but now it turns out it's a real tunnel. So I guess some tunnels just seem well, bright I'm, and weird. I'm sure that they cleaned it up and added a bunch of extra lights because this is supposed to be 1955. So it would be yeah. fairly newish. Right. You know, Hi- highways were like a new thing in the yeah, 50s. Yeah, yeah. So. It's very um, glitzy and new. Right. So it makes sense to me that it would be uh, kind of set looking. Yeah. I imagine a lot of things, if we travel back in time, would look fake because we're not <laughs> used to seeing them new, you know? Yeah. Or is that yeah. lived in patina? Like, uh, right. like, like New York skyline, you know, with all the buildings still fresh. <laughs> right. All straight out of the box. Yeah. Um. That's all I got for this bit. You guys have anything else? No, I mean it's it's pretty it's pretty curt. It's a curt minute. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> like I said, we just recently recorded the uh, the the truck chase minutes from Raiders, and uh, yeah, we we had we there was a surprising. I mean, we love the minutes so much, but there's like a surprising lack of of things that you could pull out from them in some cases. Yeah, like, some of the action scenes like tend to. Uh, I don't know. Speak for themselves in a weird way. Right. Well, tell uh, tell the people about uh, Indiana Jones Minute. Yeah. yeah uh, we started this, um, I guess, in the spring. And uh, we're indianajonesminute.com. You can come visit us there. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all those places. Um, and, yeah, we're working our way through Raiders. And uh, the plan is to keep on going until we run out of uh, Indiana Jones movies. All right. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I mean, I love Raiders. Uh, I know that you guys give a lot of crap to uh, 
uh, <laughs> to, to Last Crusade. Um, but oh, my, my, my thing with, with um, Last Crusade is uh, the movie doesn't hold up until, in my opinion, I think it has the best third act of all of the Indiana Jones movies. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's, the only, uh, it's the only Indiana Jones movie that uh, uh, has ever made me cry. Oh, my mm. God. Wow. I, I yeah. just, I, I think it, I think it has, uh, I think it has an emotional, human center that even Raiders kind of lacks. In some oh, definitely, way. yeah. I mean, I, I think it's, uh, we have this debate all the time, but yeah, it's like I'm, I'm kind of a Temple of Doom guy as far as the sequels go. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, and it's probably like it has a ton to do with like the age I was when it came out and stuff, and the whole nostalgia factor. But yeah, I mean, La- Last Crusade is totally solid. Like I, you know, I do like it a lot. I'm looking forward to doing all of them. Not I all still, of anytime I use hydrogen peroxide on a wound, I still think of, <laughs> I still think of uh, Indy pouring, uh, pouring the, the, the cup of uh, holy water or whatever. Yeah. Time. What do you yeah. mean every time? How often does that yeah. happen? Are you okay? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, anytime you get like a cut or whatever. <laughs> or something, I don't know. A cut made out of Alka-Seltzer? Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm just picturing just Scott bruised from battle, just in Mario <laughs> Dawson's yeah. apartment. Like Where's the peroxide? <laughs> uh, I wasn't penitent uh, enough. So, um, yeah, I, uh, it's a good show. I highly recommend everybody go check it out if they they haven't already. I think you guys are are um, nearing the third act of the movie. Uh, That's true. In, in release and. Um, and uh, we're so what's wrapping up personal, here, so you guys uh, will uh, you'll have almost a whole movie to go and binge when we're done. Uh, which, yeah. is, which is cool. that's so, true. So, yeah. so what's kind of your personal uh, history with the trilogy? Oh, with Back to the Future. Yeah. Um, I was how old was I? Nineteen eighty-five. I was fourteen. Is that right? Yeah, I was fourteen when that okay. came out. And uh, I, lo- I mean, I it was that was like that's interesting. That's like the. Like the, what do I want to say? Like if, you know, the blockbuster phenomena started in like the late 70s, it was sort of like settling into like a rhythm, like around 1985 or something. Like you sort of expected like, oh, it's 1985. I wonder what amazing movies I'm going to love this year. (laughs) And uh, it was that and I think Thunderdome, wasn't it, that that summer? I think that's right. Yeah. And maybe even Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller was 86, I believe. Okay. All right. But uh, 85, 85 was Breakfast Club, I think. <laughs> okay, then yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I love Back to the Future. Um, and when the sequels came out, we we're all I remember just walking around in high school being like, they're making them at the same time. They're like, they're not getting around. They're yeah. making them both at the same time. They're going to come out right after each other. And uh, my friends and I, when we saw two, um, you know, it ends with uh, to be concluded. Mm-hmm. And we're like, there's no such thing as to be concluded. So we held onto our ticket stubs. And then when we went back to for three, we're like, oh, we want to see the rest of the movie, please. <laughs> the movie hasn't concluded yet. Can we see the rest of the movie? Uh, like, no, I guess you give us your whatever it was. Then, eight <laughs> imagine if Back to the Future 2 ended with like a kind of glorious, like 70 millimeter, like intermission frame. <laughs> you didn't wait pretty rough. Yeah. Good four hour movie. A nice break in the middle. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, uh, I haven't always been a fan of Robert Zemeckis' stuff since then. Or, you know, I mean, he's gotten into very, uh, I don't know, awards-worthy, yeah. kind of not-as-interesting stuff. And, and well, he, he, was into, he was into that, and then he had that 
long stretch of like 12 years where he only made motion capture animated yeah, movies. Yeah. Yeah. That was difficult. Yeah, it was. Um, but and I mean, until then, of, that was that was our dark times. Of this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. That was and your, I think uh, season. And and I think flight was a little uh, ham fisted for, for yeah. my opinion. But the walk, I think, was a great marriage. Of, like Back to the Future Zemeckis and like Forrest Gump Castaway Zemeckis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Castaway was pretty good. I like mm-hmm. Castaway. I haven't seen the walk yet, and I just saw the preview for his new one, which oh, I forget what it's great. called. Yeah, yeah it looks like, like a movie. It looks like he's sort of relaxing and, and just making a cool-looking movie yeah. instead of, like, going nuts with, like, his new toys and stuff. So uh, there's hope. Yeah. And he made used cars for crying out loud. Yeah, the guy's true. great. God, remember, I'm not when, this remember when he was trying to make a Yellow Submarine movie? Oh, yeah. That was that scary. Was, that was near the end of his uh, motion capture era. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that knocked it out of him. Mm-hmm. Weird motion capture Beatles movie. That would have been a huge mistake. Wow. Yeah, I think like Peter, um, Peter just saying that out loud is like the most bizarre <laughs> yeah. thing. Oh my god. It would have made a ton of money. And we all would have been depressed. Yeah. Like I think Peter Serafranowitz was like Paul and like they even casted it. Oh my god, really? Yeah. Wow. That's weird. Huh. Well, um, thanks for joining us, Tom. Oh, totally! Thank you for having me. This has been awesome. Yeah. What's your What's your ranking of the of the three? If you don't mind us asking. Um, I think I kind of go one, three, two. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. I got to think. Of, I mean, it's definitely one. One's the one's the best for me. Yeah. I often think that three is a lot of fun, but like as I was watching this last time, I was like, they really need a three. <laughs> like this, it just seems it's, it's excellent, but it seems so removed from the rest of them in a way. Mm-hmm. Like two is so closely tied to one, and mm-hmm. then three is kind of doing its own thing a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still great. It's got Mary Steen version for crying out loud. Oh, totally. Yeah, I'm Mary Steen version. Who, yeah. who, who looks exactly the same now? It's yeah. She's a. I don't. I don't. I. She's been drinking from the uh, from the fountain of youth. That's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope. I want to see her in more stuff where she's like not just playing Will Ferrell's mom. Yeah. Well, she was in that. He was a bad guy in Justified. Oh, oh really? My God, yeah. that must have been. Oh, that'd be incredible. Yeah, that'd she was a crime incredible. boss. Um, oh, that's awesome. On uh, on Justified season five or six, and she had like she had an affair with um, uh, what is his name? The guy that always has the uh, the the big bushy mustache and oh, uh, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott, yeah. Oh my god! I have to watch that show. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds awesome. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. So, so I stopped watching after uh, after uh, Homeboy from uh, after Damian Dark was the big bad. That was um, season three. So uh, it was hers. I think she's in two seasons. I think. I think she's in the last two. So I think that's five and six. Okay, because I I totally I totally stopped watching during the Crowder season. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Am I allowed to just watch those two seasons for her? I, you're allowed to do whatever you want to, Tom. <laughs> well, yeah, you. you can do anything. But, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I would recommend the, the Margot Martindale season of Justified. Oh, really sure. She's awesome. The oh, best yeah. series of television ever. Does she make out with Sam Elliott? No, Sam Elliott isn't oh. on the show yet. Okay. Um, there's a movie coming out where she makes out with Richard Jenkins. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. All right. <laughs> I think that's character actor bingo, guys. <laughs> yeah, really. All right. Well, I got I got five in a row. <laughs> <There> <laughs> well, if uh, 
you guys want to, uh, we'll be we'll be back uh, tomorrow with a new minute. But if you want to go to our website, you can go to duelinggenre.com. You can find the post of this episode. Leave a comment if you uh, if you'd like to, and you can also email the show contact at backtothefutureminute.com. You may have noticed that we've stopped reading from the 1967 draft of the movie, and that's because uh, I've decided to save a lot of that for the credits. Um, so we're, when we get to the credits, I'll be reading, uh, from the 67 draft just about every day. It's mostly um, but also emails. So if you guys uh, send us emails, we'll, we'll go through at least one email every episode as well as, uh, some, some bits of the 67 draft. Um, so get those emails in contact at back to the future minute.com. You guys only have, uh, we've only got one more full week after this. Oh, uh, damn, really? And we're going into credits. So uh, make it make make it rain, as they say. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and Tumblr. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. Leave us iTunes reviews. Uh, you guys are really good about uh, keeping that going. I think we I think we topped out at sixty three after getting our initial fifty. Um, nice. So uh, it's uh, it's doing pretty well over there. We appreciate everyone who's left a review. If you haven't. Uh, please do so because it it really does uh, it helps some sort of weird iTunes al- uh, uh, like algorithm thing and makes, it makes the computer us. think you're cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you can also uh, find our other our other podcast, The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast. We do every Sunday with our co-host Cassandra Fredrickson, where we go through every episode of Doctor Who, one Doctor at a time. Uh, it is Nick's first time ever watching any of classic Who, and so that's really fun. Um, it's accessible, so if you've only ever watched Modern Who, uh, check it out. You don't need to necessarily watch along. We we try to talk through it in a way that if you understand Doctor Who, you'll understand what we're talking about. So go, go check that out. Uh, and then Geek by Night, our original audio drama that uh, Nick and I executive produce and show run. It's fully cast uh, we with sound effects and all kinds of stuff, and it's about – Five uh, geeky friends who uh, run a comic book store together and also have superpowers and how those things are related. Well, you'll have to watch the show, uh, but go check that out. That's Geek by Night and uh, go visit our Patreon page, duelinggenre.com slash support. Uh, we've got a weekend edition of the show now, Back to the Future Minute, No Roads edition every weekend. And uh, it'll keep going through the hiatus. So if you're going to miss us when the show ends in a couple of weeks, uh, you're gonna you're gonna want to get your fix that way. So uh, go go do that. Become a Patreon supporter and uh, get exclusive access to that podcast. And of course, a special thanks to Patreon associate producer Leaper182. Uh, and thanks again, Tom. And we will see you tomorrow. Bye.